0: Joining us on the Harbor One Hotline is Patriots defensive lineman Lawrence Guy. Lawrence is brought to you by Zooty. Build any app your company needs in a week. Visit com for details. Uh, it seems appropriate that we moved Lawrence from Patriots Monday to Giving Tuesday because he and his wife are among the most giving people in the athletic community. Good afternoon, Lawrence. How are you?
1: I'm doing good. How about yourself?
0: I'm doing very well, thank you. That must have been fun for you on Sunday.
1: Yeah, you know... <laughs> We we get to win games. Those are the best best weeks ever because you practice so hard and you do some much film study and to come out and be like, hey, we came out with a good team win. That's the best feeling in the world.
3: Lawrence, take us through that final play at the end of the first half when Arizona decides to go for it, and really, you had to be thinking, all right, they're going to try to go right at me here, and if you get pushed back at all. They score a touchdown, but you stand strong there. What what was going through your mind that, that whole play leading up to it?
1: Well, it, the first thing I knew in my head, I'm like, I'm up to get double-teamed. <laughs> um, so I was like, which technique do I want to do to defeat this double team? Because, you know, you you have multiple techniques. Do you want to play into the opposite man? you want to split it? Or do you want to just put your head in the middle uh, and hold two and, and just drop your weight? And um in that aspect I was like, you know, they're gonna be a downhill team, uh, they've been running downhill. I said the best thing I could do is put my head in the middle of both these people and be like, Hey, hopefully these squats paid off <laughs> you know. So so from there I was like, Okay, this is what I'm gonna do. I got in my four point stance and um Looked at the ball, and, uh, that height and I was like, boom, hit him. I was like, you know what? I was like, in your mind, you're, you're thinking, you're like, hey, I'm not going to be moved. And I was like, you know what? I'm not going to be moved. <laughs> so, boom, did that. And once I saw Juwan come through the, the, the tackle, the guard, or I mean, the tackle started coming off. And I was like, you know what? I was like, we're all about to go for a ride. So, I just took him, and I was like, I'm just going to run him throughout, throughout the whole um, whole situation. Just run down to the thing to make sure they don't get any no more yards.
0: And it was a good belly-to-back suplex, too, by the way.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like We tried to do it earlier in the game also when, when they did score the touchdown. If you, if you look at it, like, that's just, just how you play. You just play good football and you're like, hey, we're just going to take everybody out with us.
2: I think it was Adrian Phillips who said the locker room had halftime after that stand was, quote, crunk, uh, did that ignite ignite you guys? Was there a lot of energy in the locker room maybe heading into the second half?
1: There's it it huge energy in, in the second half because you have to have to, eh. You just stop them on the goal line. And once, you, once we're already going to the, the locker room, you see the Arizona players saying, hey, come back on the field. We scored this. We scored it. And all of a sudden they're like, no, you didn't score it. So that brought even more energy because when players like to talk trash on the field, it just brings more energy into the locker room when a big stand like that happens. You know, we're a big, hey, we, we, we're going to play, we're going to show you with our pads. It's not a lot of trash talking going to be done. It's like we, we are who we are, and we don't need to be front runners. And that's what we did. We just played with our pads and, and, and came out. And it was a it was a good win. It was a good team win. <laughs> Nick Fultz, team win, you know. Um, this is a, another time that he, he, he scored a winning field goal. You know, biggest credit to him and his accuracy.
0: It seems as though you've played three weeks in a row against these, you know, mobile, very fast quarterbacks. And one of the keys is setting the outside contain and not allowing them to get outside and make their moves. I thought Kyle Duggar and Josh Uche were very important for you in
1: that regard. Yeah, Kyle did a real good job out there. Um, you've been looking, If you look at his film for the last couple of weeks, he's been stepping up to the plate a lot of film study, being patient. There on a the run game. there on the pass game. Um, he's really filling into his role. And Uche has been doing the same, you know, taking his place as he can and trying to do what's best for the team. Um, and like I said, you look at the development of, of those two players and, and a lot more players on his team, like Miles. You look at the development of what he was able to do. Uh, it's, it's incredible. If you look at Miles, Miles came in the game. Adam Butler had a, came in for a tackle for loss. But if you look closer to the play, you see Miles coming in shooting in and getting that piss with him. So it's those little things that you see the passion coming up from the younger guys and like, hey, we're still competing. Um, and you'll see with, with people on different teams, with younger guys, they're like, well, they they, they feel a certain way about a team. Like, oh, we, we ain't gonna do this. We ain't gonna do that. No. On this team, you see the young guys still stepping up for the play, still trying to pursue, still trying to play good ball. Um, it's no giving up on their behalf. And that's what makes a kudos to them for doing that. They've not given up. They continue to put in that field study and continue to hit in that weight room and trying to get better everything with that.
3: And I thought Adam Butler, Lawrence, had one of his best games. And it must feel good when another big fellow up front is able to uh, sack a quarterback, especially
1: one who is so fast. Yeah, like, I, I was so happy with him. I told him, uh, told him after the game, I said, welcome to the sack club. You know, um... <laughs> Uh, But he had a a phenomenal game. Um, He played his butt off. He went out there. You know, he he was inactive last week. Um, So he was like, you know what, I'm going to come out here and get better. Um, I'm going to do what I can to help out the team. And you saw he did. He went out there and he he, he started playing his heart out. Um, And I'm happy. I'm happy that he was able to do that. We got to the sideline. We're happy with cheering. Um, it, 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 was a great feeling. You know, he sits right next to me on the bench. Um, so it was one of those situations where we talked during hat we talked during the series, we talked during this, we talked what we see, what we hear. Um, so after having him out there back on the field, it was, it was a great feeling seeing, seeing him do what he does best. Um, it was also wonderful. Like, you can't say he didn't play his butt often. And everybody see it, saw it on the film. And having somebody else on the line doing that is it's a great feeling.
2: I know you guys probably wish that the record was a little bit better, but you guys have been through so much ups and downs. You've fought to the finish in victory. You've fought to the finish in losses. You've been through COVID and training camp. How would you describe sort of the team dynamic of this group of guys that you have together this year?
1: Uh, a whole bunch of Warriors. Um. doesn't matter what the outcome is. You know, yeah, we, we the record is what it is. We can't change it. We can't go back, wish we could t- take a play back here and there. Yeah, there's a lot of frustrating football that has been played. Um. There's a lot of embarrassing football that's been played, but there's also a lot of great football that's been played. There's also a play here and there that should have been made, Um. a tackle here and there, a call. But all that is what it is. We can't change none of that. All we can do is continue to try to strive to be better. And we got people on this team that sit there and want to do that. Um, there's no people sitting to him, like, well, I failed. Like, I don't want to do it no more. And there's nobody saying, hey, I want to quit. Um, and that's what you see. You see a lot of teams, like, um, quitting. We're, we're, we're not a bunch of quitters. We're out here, we're, we're a bunch of warriors that are going to come out and, and compete. We're going to strive. We're going to push each other. And that's the best thing you can say. When you want to push somebody to be better. You want to say, hey, man, you ain't playing good enough. We need more out of you. And, and before you do that, you look at the mirror and you say that to yourself. And when you're able to say that to yourself, well, I believe our team is that, we can look in the mirror and say, we need more out of them. And we continue to strive to do that. We don't like excuses and, and all that. And we continue to we're like, well, this is a non-excuse issue. This is a uh, ignore an ignore, ignore the noise issue. There's a lot of noise out there saying well we ain't this we ain't that or we could be this and we could be that do ignore that and all you can do is take it game by game because nobody can tell you what's going to happen in the future and then we could nobody can tell you what was going to happen in the past they only can tell you what's going to happen that day at that time and then there's, and there's a play-by-play play, and we're taking it play by play
0: we mentioned this is uh, giving tuesday and uh, as i said it's it's appropriate that you join us on this day because you and your wife and the Lawrence Guy Family Foundation every day's giving day for you guys uh, last week on two different days on the 23rd you fed over 300 families down in connecticut on thanksgiving on, on the 24th your foundation uh, provided 150 families with groceries for thanksgiving meals has giving back been a, a part of your your makeup and your personality even before you were a professional athlete?
1: Yeah, so you know, this this came um from my dad was a was in a fire pump for twenty three years. So this came from back when he was a child. my grandpa was a judge, um, and he was all about the community. And he gave back, his father gave back. So it was one of those things it starts in your community first and it didn't then it goes all the way up. So when he started doing like we started the turkey drives um, when I was once I was in high school or going into high school, he ran on uh, my dad ran on a call um, where I think it was Christmas I do believe and it was Christmas Eve he ran on a call where the family had everything burnt out whole house Christmas gifts food everything just, just went up in flames and they're staying at a and a famous four a hotel. So my dad went to, like, the local grocery store, got a turkey, some some fixings, all that. Got any toy he could, he could grab, um, anything they had. And bought some groceries for the week, dropped it, knocked on their door, found out what it was, knocked on their door um, and dropped it off. And the, he said that the emotions that he got from that, but the emotions that the family felt because the dad did not know what to do. He was like, I just lost everything. I had no idea what to do. Um, I don't know how to give my kids Christmas. I don't know how to do this and that. He's like, this is such a blessing that you're able to do this. So from there, we continue to do it. My dad did um, Thanksgiving dinners. Um, my grandpa had a Veteran center named after him because he's um, a veteran in World War II and three and more. So they named the veteran center after him. So we used to uh, donate meals to the Veteran center. Donate meals to the to local elementary uh, middle school. And we did that and did that for years. And when I got into college, I continued to do it. Then um, when I got in the league, I, I continued to do it. But when I when I met my wife, she was all in the community also. So that we just mixed from there on. And we just opened up every revenue that we could to do as much as we could. Um, and, and I tell people all the time, it's not about how many families that you're able to do this with, how much money that you spend, how much you get donated. Like I always tell people none of that ever matter to us. Only thing that matters is we could do something for a family. It was all about one family, two families, three families. Because you just don't know what people are dealing with. Uh, any circumstances that might happen, they got laid off, they got sick, the mother passed, or or the house burned down, they, they got robbed, the uncle took everything. Like stuff like that. You just don't understand what goes on in the world and being able to help out somebody when they're I mean need a, a little bit of extra push or extra help a, a hand it's the best feeling ever so we continue to do that and like you said we, we was able this year we've been doing the um, turkey giveaway for the last nine years nine ten years and it's the best feeling ever in the world when you're able to see the joy of people and and, and, and we never looked at it as a handout so previous years like we did this at the boys and girls club and we came in we had music going we had the food going it was a family get together there was no like oh here goes here goes your meal no it was like we're getting together i'm trying to get some of my teammates here we're gonna have a good time we're gonna dance we're gonna talk we enjoy everything we did raffles the last three years we did raffles we raffled off beds we raffled off um utilities, washer, dryers, ovens, everything that we, we could get our hands on. We just say, hey, we're gonna try to wrap with it off and to uh, have a good time, you know. Then uh, on top of that we were able, able to get the uh doctor elementary school in Connecticut and was able to do the whole school got meals. You know, and they got Thanksgiving meals, but now on top of them giving Thanksgiving meals wasn't the best part about it. The best part about it is they also got groceries for a week for so they were able to like, hey, we got leftovers and more groceries. And I got something on my Twitter that week. The family a family tweeted me said, Thank you for the Thanksgiving meal, I really appreciate it. So I am fortunate to have the the material that I have Thanksgiving. So I went to the local shelter, a local church. And der- donated that meal to a family that needed it, and that's what the whole mission, the whole idea is about. Even though that you're getting something, and and you know you don't need it, you donate it for somebody else to who, who who's in a little bit of uh, a struggle at the time. And that's the whole the idea. It's all about one family. Be like that one family that got that meal and that donated. It donated to another family that that needed a little bit of help. And that's the key because you don't know what that other family just did. It probably just changed their lives for the better. And I could have saw that another domino effect in the future.
3: I mean, that it is. It's inspiring. And if you want to learn more, you go to lawrencesguyfoundation.org for more of it. And Lawrence, it's got to be cool for you, too, to see a lot of what your teammates are also involved in. And the same way, I'm sure. You know, James White or Devin and Jason McCourty or whoever see what you're doing, and it's got to all kind of inspire each other. Let alone just players uh, across the entire league.
1: Of course, like you, you see people and you see human beings being who they are. They are opening up their, their homes, they open up their their hearts, and they they want to help and use their platform for good. Um, it's not all about donating food. all about this. It's all about the mental side, uh, uh, donating notebooks, donating computers is COVID has been a big hit. So you see a lot of athletes around like, Hey, I'm donating books. I'm, I'm, I'm helping the library out. I'm donating, um, small computers, well, I, tablets where you can go to virtual school because not everybody can have a tablet or a computer to go to school virtually. So there's a lot of athletes that, that have done that. Um, and like, like you look at James White, what he has accomplished in the last couple of years here, um, with his, with, with his foundation, the same thing with the twins of a sickle cell, the awareness that they, they, uh, called. You know, like Justin Bethel during his Thanksgiving giveaway partner with a, a couple of organizations and they gave away a lot of food, um, on Thanksgiving also. So it, it's just the idea of using your platform to show people, hey, we do care. It's not about, all we're doing is making money. This, you know, it's all about, hey, we're trying to help out the community, but the community is there and support us every single Sunday. But we have to give back to the community because a lot of players in the field came from no situations. They came from where homes was a little bit struggling. struggle. They came from areas that wasn't all good. They came from the, they have family members that are struggling, and they're like, we're going to give back if we want awareness to that, and we're not just going to be like, oh, look at what shoes I'm wearing, what jewelry I'm wearing. I'm like, no, the most important thing is that the people in, in our country.
2: You just articulated how this has been a family tradition for you, going back to your grandfather. But on this Giving Tuesday, I would ask you, if there's somebody listening that says, you know what, he just inspired me. I want to do something, but I don't have, you know, $10,000. I can't start a foundation. What would your advice to be Who somebody's listening that just wants to do something? What, what what could their first step be? The first
1: step is, is contact your, your local church. Your local church will, will, will help you out um if, if you don't have to give back thousands of dollars hundreds of dollars donate time time is the best thing you can have uh when I was younger um the Boys and Girls club down the street also was named after my grandfather uh we donated time, and I was like what what do you what do you time is it's just like We don't have a car to pick up this food. Can I, can you pick it up this weekend? You pick up certain items. Hey, can I donate the time to pack lunch boxes here and there? Um, if it's the resources you have for your churches, your boys and girls club, if you're, if you have a a child that goes to school, call the school, say, what can I do to help out a little? I I don't have a lot of time, I don't have a lot of resources, but what can I do to help out? And there's so many different things that these, places to offer help and out with that nobody really understands is it, like the best thing ever uh, for my event we had at the boys and girls club there were no my event we have for in Connecticut there were 40 volunteers that's giving back without those volunteers donating their time that could event could never happen so everybody that's able to get those that those meals We'll never be able to get those meals without those volunteers. So volunteer, call, call your, your, your local church. What can I volunteer with? Can I pass out something? Can I store something for you? I remember before um, there was a restaurant that my dad had uh, knew some of the waitresses at, and he said, can you store these tor- turkeys for me? So they're like, yeah, I can store the tor- turkeys. So they stored tor- turkeys. That was the biggest thing ever, like storing stuff. Can I, can I pick up something for you? Can I do anything? Like, anything matters, um, and everything matters. It doesn't matter how small or big it is. I would say just reach out. Or if you have a family member or a friend, or your child has a friend, or you, you know somebody that is, um, needs a, a little bit of help, help them out. It's not about how many people. It's all about one person you're able to help out. Tune
0: in is the audio platform with something for everyone.